You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Again, here here with Real Presence Live from Tioga, North Dakota. And uh, we, of course, have Father Nelson here and Stephen Vetter. And uh, one of our guests that we have with us right now is John Kasmer. Good morning, John. Good morning, all. We we have uh, this wonderful special guest. He is has been interviewed uh, numerous times here lately. He is a nonprofit fundraiser, and John, you've hit a million dollars now. Um, can you give us a little background of where this started for for you? Did, did this start um, something that occurred in your life, you know, with your health, or did it start before that? Well, it did start before that. Of course, I did have a little health problem after the second year, but but it started before that. Casper and Offit Oil have always liked to give back to the community uh, in which we live in, and we have a lot of friends of which like to do the same. So we have, uh, you know, it started seven years ago. This was our seventh year. We'll we'll be going over a million dollars worth of gifts to local nonprofits. And, you know, we don't have any, you know, large companies or big sponsors. It's all local people giving back to local nonprofits. Yeah. Excellent. That that is uh, so amazing. And a and million dollars in North Dakota. Um, now, you're from the Williston area. Uh, one of the things uh, that you've done most recently is uh, you have um, given face masks to all the schools around Williston and Trenton. Is that correct? Yeah, we're going to supply PP, not only face masks, but, okay, but okay. Uh, shields. And then also we're going to give donations to all their food banks. Okay. Um, we believe this year is going to be a trying year for everybody, as last year was the end of last year. And mm-hmm. we want to just be fair. And we, you know, we've always, you know, been for the children. And of course, we want everybody to be safe and want to help out any way we can. And we feel this is the best way that this golf tournament could do this year. Yes. So t- tell us a little bit about this golf tournament. That's tomorrow, or is it Sunday? Tomorrow. That right? is. That is. That is Saturday. Yes. Yes. Yep, and and it starts at ten o'clock. It's a shotgun start, and uh, we just have a lot of fun um, out there. And what happens is Casmar and Offit and friends pay for all the golf and all the food prizes, and then everybody writes their check for entrance directly to the nonprofit of their choice. So every check is getting written is a, a write off basically, and it goes to a nonprofit. So it really works out real well, and we have several nonprofits going to benefit from this this tournament. Not only the children in their schools, there are other nonprofits, of course. Salvation Army, of course, they have a food bank, and you know they will be getting some money. St. Joe's Catholic School has done very, very well during these seven years. So, okay. and they support us real well. We pay five thousand dollars to the nonprofit with the most teams. And then ten thousand dollars to the nonprofit that wins, and then another ten thousand dollars going down the road, second, third, fourth, and fifth prizes. All of those prizes go to nonprofits. Wow. And I'm sure everybody has a little bit of fun out there, and it's going to be oh, beautiful they have a weather. A lot of fun. 
Yeah. They have, they have it's beautiful weather, and sometimes it rains. You know, we have the mayor of of Williston, who not only buys the prime rib for us, he also cooks it and serves oh. it for us. But we <laughs> wow. have local guys. We have local fishermen that donate fish to us. So we have fresh walleye, deep-fried walleye, and prime rib for dinner. So it's a really a nice event. I'm uh, salivating over here, John. Yeah, it sounds like Father and I might have to go yeah. down there. Yeah. Father's a golfer yeah. over here. Yeah, I'd like to get out. We, me and Stephen went out yesterday for a bit, so that was fun. We went golfing with his brother. So. Alan, yeah. And we are very, very fortunate to have the links in North Dakota. It's a, oh, it's, yes. Of course, it's the yeah. number one golf course yeah, in North beautiful. Dakota. Yeah. Tough course. <laughs> yeah. our, it's a great venue for our yeah. outing. So what are what is the cost to come? Is there a, an initial cost at all? Is well, there a bottom line, or is it just we you charge, come and we charge people seven hundred dollars a team, mm-hmm. okay. and of course they write that to their nonprofit. Yep. Okay. So one seventy five per player yep. is what is what happens. I mean, if if we have local people that like to come out and maybe donate a little bit, then they just come for dinner. Mm-hmm. Whatever their donation is, they can certainly just come out. And so, again, you write your check directly to your nonprofit. Yeah. So, so it's not. What you, yeah. oh, go ahead, and so that so it's not just golfing. You can come and watch and you enjoy bet, the bet. food. I mean, we aren't. You can. We are not pushing that this year just because of COVID. Mm. Okay. We like to keep things separated a little bit as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Of yep. course, we're going to be outdoors most of the time, so mm-hmm. that helps us. We haven't pushed the event. They have a lot more people coming this year just because of COVID, yep. and we like to you know do our best for that. Yes, yes. Yeah, we want to get that COVID space in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, John, you must have a, a pretty nice team that helps you put all this together. Um, can well, you... they are. Yeah, we have people that come in and help cook and, you know, people that do that type of stuff. But my daughter and myself and, you know, uh, Dean, my partner, Dean Offit, mm-hmm. and his son, we pretty much do most of the stuff ourselves as far as getting it all ready and, and going around and getting the donations and things. Uh, but then we have, you know, people that come help us cook and people that come help us this year. We're going to have a softball team come help us cook and clean. We have, you know, friends of ours that come do all the uh, cooking of the walleye. And, of course, Howard takes care of the cooking of the uh, primary. And then, you know, we have a lady in town that cooks all the um, potato salad. She does it for the dollar or the baseball club up there, and it's very good. So she cooks some for us for the deal. So it's, you know, all local people. Wow, amazing support there. This is incredible. So did it start out just really small? I mean, were you just out playing golf yourself one day? and Because, and, uh, you know, we were doing nonprofit, but then what was that spur that, that... Well, we started out doing it because one of the reasons, you know, I'm involved with the links in North Dakota. We're trying uh-huh. to put tournaments on, sure. on and stuff. And we thought, well, we'll do a tournament for the Salvation Army. Um, and that was our first one because, you know, they were in need of a lot uh, of stuff. And we decided, well, we'll, we'll do one for the Salvation Army our first year. We collected 55000 We had a friend of ours that, you know, would, would double anything, would match anything we'd make. Mm-hmm. So in the second year, we did the same thing for the school. 
um, to pay for the children's, uh, you know, expenses for travel for all their extracurricular activity. Wow. Well, after they saw we made $100,000 on that tournament, well, after all the nonprofits saw we make $100,000, we had numerous people want to get in to get their nonprofit. So we decided to go all any nonprofit, and um, we would help them fundraise for it, and it just turned out just beautiful. I mean, we kind of fell into the way we're doing it, but it has turned out very, very well. Well, so God put some grace in your heart to be able to do this. Um, and, well, no oh, doubt. I mean, yeah. you know, too much is given, much is, uh, you mm-hmm. know, commanded of. And, <laughs> yeah. And we have done, we have done well here in, in uh, Williston, and, and both Dean and I feel it's, it's our duty to give back something, and we got a venue here that... It gives everybody the opportunity to get back. Exactly. So, um, John, we're going to talk a little bit more about that giving back and a little bit of your inspiration that um, God has granted you. Um, we're going to come back and talk to you. We have a break that we're going to take right now. And um, yeah. everybody, we're talking with John Casimir here. He is... Um, with uh, Casimir and uh, all of a sudden I forgot John. Casimir and Offit Oil. Casimir and Offit Oil. I'm so sorry I forgot that. Um, And uh, he's been talking about his uh, fundraiser that they have been very gracely blessed with raising a million dollars at this point uh, for nonprofit. And we will see you after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and He speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the Church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the Church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio. 
This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, We are visiting with John Kazmir, and he's been sharing uh, a little bit about his life and being in the nonprofit fundraising area. Um, John, so uh, you've always had a faith. You've grown up in the faith. Uh, wh- what did that look like when you were young? Did you think that you'd be in the oil business with uh, Mr. Dean Affin? Well, not at all, actually. You know, I grew up as a youngster in the state of Michigan, but I've always been involved in Catholics because I've, I've gone to a Catholic school all my life. Hmm. Even went to the Catholic school and uh, a couple of years in college, the University of Dayton, in Ohio. So I know what it is to grow up in a Catholic family. You know, it, back then when I first started school, we, you know, we'd go to mass in the morning and I'd serve mass at night. So a lot of times I was at church twice a day. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I I know what it is to grow up in a Catholic family. I know what it is to serve uh, and get served. I know what it is to you know because obviously if you're growing up in a Catholic school, you You've done a lot of work for the Catholic school because that's just what you do. You know, you're at all the fundraisers. You're selling, you know, tickets. You're doing those things. So I grew up in it. Uh, it's, it's, you know, our parents instilled this this in us from a very, you know, short age. It's not about you. It's yeah. about everybody else. And that's a beautiful so, uh, lesson and, your parents have taught you, John, that uh, as Christ said, he came to serve, not be served. And he is... He is our Lord, and he came in a humble way to serve, uh, and he calls us to do likewise, his friends, as he washed his apostles' feet, and he says, as I have done for you, you must go and do likewise, right? And, and so you've, you've learned that from a young age, and uh, what a beautiful gift from your parents, uh, that, that witness. Um, and so it's, it's, it's beautiful to hear in your own life how you've uh, experienced that and how you're, you're giving back, as you said, God said, you know, to much who has been given, much is expected, right? And um, could you tell us a little more about that, John, of how you, you grew into that role of learning that it's it's not about me, but it's about God and others serving your neighbor first? Well, it most definitely is. You know, um, you know, for a short period of my life, you know, I probably wasn't as good as a Catholic, and then I started becoming more a good Catholic, and I realized hmm. how much better life was. And, of course, then things came my way. A lot better things came my way. And when I started giving more, and I started getting more. And I realized that, you know, we had a pretty young age. And I was able to, you know, it, it wasn't always great. Mm-hmm. But I noticed every time I gave a little, I got a lot more. Yeah. So I just started giving and giving. And I started getting and getting. And it truly is. Uh, something that happens, and I wish everybody had the opportunity to learn that. And my partner understands that as well. She comes from a family, uh, it's a Lutheran family, but they do the same thing. Yeah. They're great givers in the community. They've always given in the community. And yeah. him as well. He knows the same things. Yeah. We, we have been uh, poor here at the office, but still gave. And it's amazing, we look at each other sometimes. 
just yeah. say we don't know where the money comes, <laughs> but it just keeps on coming. Yeah, isn't that that's so beautiful? I always I recognize that in my own life, and I wish you know there's so many people I wish would would come to understand that that they they have this fear that if if I give this away, I'm not going to have enough for me. And so they, there's this fear that hinders people from giving. And it, one of the saddest things is people who don't give don't experience the joy of giving, right? That God wants to give you that joy and blessing out of your generosity because he's never outdone in generosity. So the more you give, the more you receive his blessing, right? And you've said you've experienced that in your own life, John. We certainly have. And, and the joy of giving is unbelievable to see the smile on a young man's or young daughter or, or you know, a youth smile if they get in something that they, even food, you know, that they normally wouldn't get. You know, to see the, the you know, the people that you give help with, with a little rent or a little this, how surprised they are, how happy they are. And, you know, it's the joy of giving is just amazing. And we both understand that from a very young age. Okay. Yeah, the Lord's never out, uh, never outdone in generosity. That's for sure, and He loves a generous giver. Um, John, you have a similar story to uh, to myself, kind of. I uh, actually worked in Dickinson for four years before joining seminary, um, and I remember how big it was. I have a uh, an uncle that's a priest, and he asked me for a large gift, um, and it was the first time I gave generously. Um, and it changed my life completely. Uh, yeah, that God uh, responds uh, to a generous heart, and obviously He's done that with you. Um, and and yeah, like you said, uh, so many of us have been blessed by the activity in the oil fields in, in Western North Dakota. Um, so what a great gift, uh, you know, to be able to give that back uh, to our neighbor, but uh, for the glory of God. Uh, yeah, just like you've done. Well, there's no doubt. Yeah. John, um, the um, okay. So the growth of our heart, though, that d- did um, did you have an instance where you ended up praying at any point before before all this just started to snowball for you and Dean? Um, did, did you do you have like a wow experience, or did it just gradually and all of a sudden you realized, oh my goodness, th- this this is actually a gift. Wow, look at what I've been given. And then did you go give thanks for it and say, okay, God, I will do the best I can? Well, you know, I had a great upbringing. I've still got parents that still live today. My parents are 91 and 85, live on their own today. They have showed us, they have showed me the way for a while there. You know, I might have went off off trail for a little bit. Once I got back on, I did start to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, I did start to pray and and. And ask God, you know, to put me on the right direction. Because I knew I was going off, off direction a little bit. And I needed a little help getting on direction. And as soon as I did that, you know, things started turning around for me. You know, and it wasn't always really good. But I started got a little family. Things started going better. You know, and life in general just was better. Mm-hmm. And, and asking God to help out. And, you know learning more and more about our faith and our religion has helped me immensely. What, what is one of your, um, uh, I don't want to say favorite, but I'm going to say it anyway, one of your more favorite um, things to use to pray, to, to, to talk to God, because praying is talking to God. Well, you know, I, I do prayers every morning. 
I like to do the rosary. Mm-hmm. I think I really um, is something that you know that I can do every day, mm-hmm. and it and it gives me serenity. It it helps me move on when things get a little hectic, and I just take a little time every day in which to do it. Give back to God who's given me so much, you know. And mm-hmm. and, it, and let me tell you a little story about you know I had some cancer not too long ago, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, when I went to get blessed by Father, he said, well, you don't look to be nervous or anything. I said, well, geez, Father, you know, I don't feel that nervous at all because so I feel that, you know, I God has told me I'm making it true, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking about not making it, you know, so I don't feel nervous at all. <laughs> and, of course, yeah. I did make it through, you know, so it it, 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 is, it is that type of thing that I'm so grateful for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. faith is really a gift, isn't it? It's, well, yeah, and we're great. We're grateful for you and, and your faith that, that uh, you have, um, and and this must have trickled down to your your family, to your children. I, I'm not sure how many children you have. I, I guess I didn't ask, but I know you mentioned a daughter, and she's helping. Yes, out. I have one daughter. Yes, and she's you know she's a great great young lady, a giver, and and um, you know to a fault maybe at sometimes, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but anyway, she. She's a great young lady and, and does, you know, know the value of giving things to other yeah. people and how fun it makes it, makes yeah. it in life. Yeah. So, so did your wife think that at the time, oh, my goodness, what is he getting into? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, my wife has been a great supporter of me all along. You know, we, we've been, you know, we've not always, you know, been successful in every venture we've made. Um, we've been to the carpet, as I say, a couple of times. But, yep. you know, she's always been supportive of giving to whatever. She grew up on a ranch, um, grew up Lutheran, but she's always been a, a great supporter in all my endeavors and, you know, in faith and, and in life. Yeah, this is a wonderful thing. And, and it doesn't hurt to um, let God take us down to, to that rock bottom, does it, John? Um, oh just, no! No, you get to you get to experience everything. Yep, yep. Things that you an area where you've never known that you could be before, and and God just well, bring, brings you right out, and and He gave you more. Look at, He took you down. And he's given you even more. Mm-hmm. So God yeah, is we've good. We've been fortunate, and we you know we we praise the Lord that uh, things have happened the way they have. Yeah! Wow. Well, John, how do how would uh, somebody if they wanted to give or join to this join this tournament? What can they sign up somewhere? Do they just show up at the event? Well, yeah, I mean they probably could. We're pretty full right you now. Are, okay, um, but they certainly they could call us at seven zero one five seven zero three six three six, or email us at john j o h n at gay a oil dot net. And we probably could get one more team or two more teams in there. Okay. Um, but they, they need to do it right away. Sure. Okay. So. And, and, John, a team is made up of four people? It's made up of four people, 175 per person, and they write their check directly to their nonprofit. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, we have a lot of people. We have Ronald McDonald House coming, um, Kat Perkins, who is the, you know, the singer, Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna, and she does a thing for down at uh, uh, Medora, you know. Yeah. Or, so we have a lot of different, different you know, uh, venues that are coming for this, or nonprofits that are going to be coming for this tournament. 
a lot of talent there, a lot of talent, and food, and the outdoors, and a lot of spiritual um, happenings going on there for everybody to have some fun. Uh, you bet. Well, thank you, John, for being with us today. And what a blessing it is to have you in our community and, and your partner, Dean Aft, as well. Um, thank you very much. Um, so, uh, Father and Stephen, we are going to be coming back uh, this next half hour. We are going to be speaking about uh, the Mary's Mantle Consecration. Yeah. yeah so, it's, uh, some more blessings. It's a beautiful thing and what God is doing in one of my parishioners' lives to, to, to get her to, to move forward in, in leading this, which will be great to have Marcy on. So. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, c- we, we will be coming back with uh, Marcy Spooner. She is a, a parishioner at St. Thomas Parish. And uh, she's going to explain to us Mary's Mantle Consecration and uh, how this little bit of heaven is going to help us. So we will be right back after this. <laughs> <laughs> 